Welcome back, guys. It's Kibler from the Brothers Geek Out podcast. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to our guest today. All the way in the East Coast. Am I right? Is that East Coast? East Coast. East USA. Coast. East Coast. East Coast, USA. I've got Tony Nelson, a.k.a. 80s Baby. 80s Baby Collection. 80s Baby Collection is in the... <laughs> we, are, we are in here, and I'm super stoked to, to be a part of this and um officially having friends in london <laughs> yes definitely man definitely dude awesome. it's uh uh i've been following your journey since i joined tiktok and like some of the stuff that you come up with and your your artwork you're an aspiring you're like an aspiring artist as well but with the collectibles it's like i, I think tiktok has really done something really cool that has brought a lot of people in this kind of niche market together and I've made friends, honestly, across the world that I'd never thought I'd bump into and be like, man, I love this community, man. It's amazing. Right. Uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, it's a little, uh, um, it's a little daunting at times because I don't have a niche. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm into so many things, uh, gaming, like you said, gaming, art, collecting, so I don't have, I don't have one brand of of thing that I like. So it's it was hard at first to get a get a footing into TikTok, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to cultivate and mold everything into, you know, something cohesive to continue to make content. So, um, but yeah, I've been an artist ever since I picked up a pencil, um, and you know younger years preschool and stuff like that and you know we're both products of the 80s and 90s where you know i feel like the 90s the comic book stories were you know just amazing and now everything we're getting today is from people our age now they're saying That's okay right. let's Let's expand this and put this on the big screen. That's right. That's right. I mean, and that's an that's an amazing transition because, like, I my, I was inspired by my uncle who who collected comic books and is an amazing artist, uh, and his thing was Star Wars, and mm -hmm. he he was like he's only like he's the youngest in the uh, youngest uncle in the family. He was like an elder brother with to me. I right. grew up with him, and we only have like a seven year difference. So I'll always see him as an older brother, but he's still my uncle. But how he inspired me into this world, like he used to show me wizard magazines and he'd oh, be like, listen, man, I, I can see, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Colossus if they do an X-Men movie or, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme as a, a character from the X-Men. And I was like, you know, I could see this. And then, you know, you come into the early 2000s, you know, like, oh, my God, they're making a Spider-Man movie. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, a lot of similarities there. I have an older brother. He's five years older than I am. Um, so, of course, he showed me my first anime. He showed me my first uh, comic book. Uh, and I had I grew up with a couple of guys that were also artists. And in elementary school, we would make our own wizard books and mm. and show. Um, uh how to do certain things in art like uh anatomy and stuff like that so we would make we were making our own comic books and i wish i wish i still had some of that stuff i, I might have it somewhere but i'd have to dig for it <laughs> but yeah we used to make our own comic books uh we had our own characters we would make wizard books and say um and have a section where we teaching how to draw and and techniques that we use but yeah a lot of similarities as far as um, Star Wars go, that was also Star Wars and Star Trek. Uh, that was a big thing for us. Um, you know, I, I was born in 1980. So uh, Empire Strikes Back is ingrained into my into my DNA. Oh, man, that's uh, absolutely awesome. And uh, that's a great movie. You know, that's like top 10 
all greatest movies of all time still up there. Uh, Absolutely. Your like your wide collection is astonishing, dude. And like, I know as a collector, it, it starts off at a, a young age, but then you've gone into an area because, as you said, because I'm a I'm the same as you. I love everything, so I collect a bit of everything. What was, if you do remember, what was the first piece? The, the, the Holy Grail that started it all off. In my current collection? Yeah. It, well, the the in my current collection, my first piece was uh the Voltron set. Ah, nice. Um the you know, the show had just came out on Netflix. I was a big Voltron fan from from the jump. I had yeah. uh I had the Lions when I was a kid, I had the cars when I was a kid um the show the show came out the show was awesome then they dropped these and i was like okay i have to get them all <laughs> um and on vacation i i went to vacation in um in california in 20 2017 i think mm -hmm. and i got the whole diecast set and then i went to vacation in myrtle beach and got the bigger ones um and it kind of stopped i had i got a i got a neca one neca godzilla figure so that was the basis of my collection back in 2017 it was just those voltrons and a neca uh shin godzilla uh it wasn't until we i moved into this we moved into this house where i was given this room um <laughs> that I started really focusing on getting back to mm -hmm. I, I feel I feel like a, a collection is a mirror of your childhood um me and my brother my brother has a, a nice room he has more gaming systems than I do mm -hmm. um but we would always talk about all the things that the, the toys that we got for Christmas, our birthdays and stuff like that. I, I mean, I can still remember opening, opening um, my box on my 12th birthday of all four of the Ninja Turtles from back in, in the nineties. Oh, <laughs> Mom got all four of them for me on my birthday. And, you know, just remembering that, remembering the Christmas, my brother got Metroplex and I got Trypticon and I, I guess what where I'm at now at, at 41 years old is I'm at a place where I'm I'm chasing the feeling of that carefree uh childhood. Mm. But you know, as I stated in some of my TikToks, I am a half I mean I'm a functioning father, I got a full-time job, I'm a husband, I have you know the responsibilities of an adult, but I have a place where I can go and I can rekindle and, and reach out for that childhood again and just be surrounded by things that gives me serotonin. Just, you know, it makes me, makes me happy and the hunt to find something else or trying to, you know, uh, you know, one day I'll just sit there and I, okay, I'm gonna collect everybody from the MCU. Yeah. And then, bam it's it's on from there and then it's a hunt you you're looking you're searching and it's just it's a lot of fun man it is it is definitely i mean uh the part that you you pointed out on uh you know working the nine to five family husband kids you know like that's inspiring uh, i'm my, my daughter's three years old now and she's the world to me uh but i remember my wife telling me was like make sure you don't lose that kid in you that i met like, because the stuff that you love, you adore, I want that sort of transcended to the little girl. Like, I don't want her to lose that kid in there. If I don't want right. her to, you know, so like a lot of people maybe say, you know, why don't you grow up, blah, 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 this and that. I've done my time of growing up. That's it. You know, I've done my time. I've, I've, I've made sacrifices uh, and now I get to enjoy it and with my kid as well. So like, it's, it's amazing to hear that across the platforms because you don't hear that a lot. And I used to get it from my parents, you know, my parents, they still don't get it. You're, like, You're still wearing superhero t-shirts. You're like 40 years old now. And I'm like, 
it's me there, you know, like when you're going yeah. like, to, they haven't, they, as much as they know that they, I, I love this stuff and my brothers as well, because we're together. This is, this is our world. My parents are like, I know he loves it. They just tease me now. They're like, right, right. Because when we were growing oh. up, it was something where it was like, oh, you can't tell people about this and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, what are other people going to say? And I'm like, I, I didn't grow up that way, Dad, man. Like, I know you came, you were first generation in the UK after, you know, granddad served his time in the Second World War. You've come to the UK and I got cinema off you. No matter what anybody says, you brought cinema to the house. You inspired me when it came to pop culture movies, you know. He was a big fan of Western movies, uh, Sergio Leone, you know, Clint Eastwood. Those movies are ingrained in me. I love those movies. And I'm like, Dad, you are the one that inspired me. But I can understand from a cultural view, it's not something that was expect, uh, accepted because right. of religion, culture, what people are going to say, where he's broken out of that now because he's seen where all of his kids have headed. And it's like, wow, you know what? They... They, they did it, but yet they've still got the childhood with them, which is amazing. Right. Yeah, so like the parent inside of so, what you do is so cool, man. So many similarities. So many sim similarities. My my grandfather served um, um, in World War II as well. He was uh, in the Navy. Um, my father is a pastor. So um but i was never uh i was never censored mm. from stuff um i mean the the rated r stuff of course mm. but as far as you know pop culture aliens mm. um star wars you know um all of that stuff that came out he-man you know i was never um discouraged from enjoying that mm. and of course a big thing with probably you as well is that that art being an artist you have to you have to gravitate to this stuff for inspiration That's right. um so you know in in some ways I, i've i found that that links um everything kind of together because art is in everything and especially in comics mm -hmm. i mean in school when it was reading time i would get in trouble constantly because when everybody else is pulling out books <laughs> like this i'm pulling out the newest issue of x-men uh and then it would get taken away yeah. but um yeah man did my parents are abs absolutely cool with my my dad. He'll come in here. He'll just look around and he'll shake his head because of how he, he says the room feels like it's closing in on him. <laughs> uh, but he knows like my end all be all is Godzilla. Yeah. It was, that was my first love. Godzilla yeah. was my first love in 85 watching that yeah. movie on a fuzzy black and white TV. And it is still, it is still in me. It, I, I don't know, man. Um, I saw a TikTok of you and you were emotional over the new episode of uh, Boba Fett. And that really, that really should, should speak to, to anybody that has any question on our mental about collecting pop mm. culture and just all of this stuff in general because it's reaching back to a place that you i mean you become an adult and the world is caving in on you constantly with yeah. all your responsibilities and all the uncertainties that's happening uh with with politics and government and just everything but we get to go to a place um that none of this stuff exists that's right and we can we can be free we can be happy and we can i'm i'm not going to even i'm not going to compare it to a religion or anything mm. like that no. but but also it is freeing because of the places that this stuff can take you of course 
Of course, definitely, definitely. And a lot of people have compared it to religion and, you know, beliefs. Uh, I mean, I'm a Muslim. Uh, I'm, I'm an avid practicer. I, I do the best I can to be the best human being I can be. Uh, but I wouldn't put it to that context. It's, I can't even use it as a form of, you know, that's my, that's my, that's my favorite drink. That's my favorite, but you know, whatever I smoke or substances, this, this is kind of my substance to, to get myself away from, as you said, that reality of pressures of being a father, what the job, the job, the work out there, people out there, this is my little moment of like, right. Get away. You know, uh, that episode meant a lot to a lot of people. Uh, it brought back so many emotions. And, you know, I think my thing was that when we saw the original Star Wars trilogy, we got to experience the prequels to understand more about where it all started. Right. To come in to now, like we're getting to see our favorite characters still live on. And, you know, we get to see... What, what they've been up to. So it, 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 hit, it hit a nerve where it's like, I get to see these characters continue. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful in the times that I'm in right now because 20 years ago, I'd never thought I'd get any of this stuff that I'm getting on the big screen, let alone just collecting stuff. You know, they're rebranding, right. remaking stuff that I, I wanted when I was a kid. I'm going to grab that now. I'm going to enjoy right. that packaging, taking it off and getting excited. You know, it's... A lot of people won't understand it, but for me, it's just that getaway, man. It's uh, that wonderful oh, no. feeling and ecstasy of like cracking open in a, 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 when I got the gauntlet, the nano gauntlet, like I remember feeling like my brother, my brother, my youngest brother lives in Singapore who usually joins us on the podcast and he, he brought it over as a gift. And I was like, dude, oh man, this character, what have you done to me? I got all emotional and it was like, you know, it was like, I knew you were going to love it. I saw it and I was like, Kibler needs that in his collection. So, right, like it means yeah. like little things mean so much. It, it doesn't have to be much. You, you know, somebody giving me a birthday card with Spider Man on it, I'm over the moon, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the little things that we take from it, which, are, which, 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 which really like kind of propels in, in in the things I do in my life. It, it really inspires me because people tend to see how much we love this and. Uh, but my next thing was, was going to be was the, the negativity about it. Have you dealt with some of the negative stuff that you've come around? Because I've seen some of the, like your, your, your TikTok is like a, a, a breath of fresh air for me when I, when I see it. And, and you have so much meaning to some of the stuff that you do, dude. Like, because you do the artwork as well, I relate to that so much more as well. But recently right. you've been talking about your collections uh, and one of your posts went viral recently, which is <laughs> amazing, dude. That's always overwhelming when you see a post go like, "Wow, shit, this is amazing." Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's so fun. Um, but as far as the negativity go, again, yeah. I, you know, I did um, I did a a TikTok kind of addressing it, where I said this uh, video got hundreds of millions of views, yeah, tens of thousands of likes, but tens of people telling me that it's ridiculous so a handful of people um i don't think anything about it it, it doesn't bother me at all mm. for me the biggest thing was it, it was helping me create more content <laughs> <laughs> you turned it into a positive right you so, absolutely um, turned it into a positive uh, and you know that's that is all Cause like I said, my brother, he, he collects, I have a cousin that I'm in a competition in right now, because <laughs> listen, <laughs> I told myself this year that I was going to fall back a little bit, Yeah. <laughs> but he texted me a few days into the new year and told me his new year resolution was to beat me in my room. <laughs> and basically that went out the window for me because I was like, no. So, yeah, we've been in competition and, you know, I'm not going to lie. I have stuff in the floor that I have no space for. Um, <clears throat> but it's. It's fun, man, this is there is there is worse things mm -hmm. that you could be doing, of course, um, uh, other than this and, um, you know, in 
and gaming, you know, everything that's going on with that. But as far as the negativity goes, man, I know it's out there because, mm. you know, you're putting yourself on the Internet. That's right. So you're not going to get all praise all the time. And it, if anybody has a problem with what we do collecting, mm. please show me the groundbreaking time, um, free time activities that you guys are a part, uh, a part of. Are yeah. you are you uh, like what is what is what are you doing? That is that's so amazing that make makes us look because mm. uh, I I guarantee that they aren't on a podcast with people in London. No, and it's vice true. Versa, no, and and meeting new people that are into the same to the same stuff. And like I said in my other video, how you know it doesn't matter what you collect. That's right. You know, I could collect DC. Somebody else can collect Marvel. Somebody can collect Funko Pops exclusively. Somebody else can collect Marvel Legends. And mm -hmm. if you uh, if you um, present it in such a way, it doesn't matter who comes into your space where you have your collection. They're going to be amazed. Mm -hmm. They're going to stop. They're going to look around. So there is there is there is boundaries crossed. It doesn't matter who you are. So collecting, like I said, collecting transcends mm -hmm. every difference a person could have in, in every aspect of their life, except for collecting, because you're going, that's where you're going to, you're going to create uh, friendships mm -hmm. and, you know, a bond, you know, beyond politics or religion or right. the color of your skin and, or right. where you grew up, how you grew up. So that's the biggest part for me because yeah. I love meeting new people with, um, you know, with the collection and just talking to them about how they got into it and the things that they're into. So it's, it's a lot of fun. No, definitely is. No, it's good, man. You, you've turned a lot of negative, like the negative side of things into a positive side. And I remember when I first started my journey a couple of years ago, getting back into art. And uh, <clears throat> so I, I stopped art for almost 15 years. You know, I, I finished school and I, I jumped into full-time work uh, and, you know, got married, life. And then, you know, I just got stuck into having too much fun, basically, living life. And then something tragic happened. I got divorced. And I, my mum was like, come back to the house. What are you going to do moping around by in your flat by yourself? Come home, have a nice cooked meal. Your bedroom's still there. Come back home. And I came home and I went through the loft and I, my mum kept all my artwork from when I was 15. And I just started going through it. And I swear in that moment, uh, my creativity kind of like flowed back to me. My love right, for right. comics flew back to me because my mom didn't throw none of the stuff away. She she kept them all in boxes. And I was like, mom, you still got this. I thought you gave this to like the, the charity shop. And she was like, no, I kept it. It was your stuff. Uh, I didn't want right. to do what I did to your uncle because I threw away his Star Wars toys and he wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I looked through my artwork. I'm, I still think I was a better artist when I was 15. You know, I didn't have the weight of the world on my, my shoulders. But right. now like, you know, in the, in my last 10 years of transitioning back into artwork, I found it very hard because the negative comments I was getting originally, you know, it wasn't, you know, people were saying it wasn't good. I started off my YouTube channel. I was trying to not teach anybody. I was actually trying to teach myself to get back into art more. And I right. felt like the social platforms were, were growing bigger because you had artists like Todd Nark and Jim Lee doing videos on how to do like artwork right, again, yeah. which really inspired me. And I found it very hard because of the negative comments that I got at the time, because I wasn't mentally there myself, but I didn't know what other people were going through at the same time. But then I was like, oh my God, this, some of this stuff is like really, really hurtful, man. Like how, like what, what is it you're going through that you feel like you couldn't have done the same process? Cause YouTube is a free platform. 
You can upload right. whatever you want. TikTok is a free platform. You can upload whatever you want. What is, I felt like what was stopping people from being who they want to be and showing that to the world? Because yes, it is a brave step to show yourself online and show your character and what you love online. Uh, and yes, you're going to have to go through that part. But I found my journey was, I found it a bit difficult dealing with that side of things until later on in my journey. Uh, uh, art is a, is a whole different um, conversation mm. um, because <clears throat> it's personal. That's right. Um, you know, my art, my okay so so my art i've been drawing for forever mm. and i will have i haven't had a 15 year put down of mm. art but i will go a year or a few months without inspiration to draw anything mm. um what i find in my art journey is that when i see people doing this incredible stuff it will discourage me mm. from from doing my doing my own art or or i will try to mimic them and fail miserably mm. um my best art comes when i'm not thinking about it That's right. when i'm not thinking about having to to draw something out I'll, I'll get to a, a position to where i want to do commissions where um, and one year I went really, really hard in commissions and I made over $2,000 off of art in a year. Mm. It's not a lot, but at this, at the same time, it's like, I created something from nothing and made $2,000. And I just manifested out of nowhere. Mm. Um, but yes, I've had negative comments about my art and that hurts way more than any somebody could come in here right now and tell me how ridiculous all of this stuff is but if they tell me my art is crap that's gonna that's gonna hurt or yeah. hit harder and i don't know if it's a way to 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 keep that from from um affecting you because you've you you're you'll get told all your life by everybody oh you're such an amazing artist and then that one person will say oh it looks like it looks bad you're like okay was everybody that's telling me my art is great were they just being nice to me and this mm. guy is actually telling me the truth how my art <laughs> is but that is that is not the case normally it's somebody that's just i don't know down on themselves and mm. just like i said with the collection yeah please show me draw me something yeah exactly <laughs> if if my stuff is crap show me how to show do me it. what you and can I, do show me yeah exactly i think it's all about action like uh, one thing that i've learned and one thing that I, I i tell most people and when i when i do do workshops when it comes to doing art workshops is just do it like tr try not right. to be so cr like critique to yourself the problem is that the world of social media and online is that everybody's going to create something amazing. But if you're doing it solely because you love it, then just create. Don't worry about right. what anybody's going to say. Get lost in your own world. Draw and, and paint and digital art and whatever it is you do, just like get in the zone and do it. And right. I, I've, I've, I, I did a workshop uh, last year, which was like absolutely amazing. And it's the self-confidence that we have within ourselves as an artist. You know, sometimes we feel like we're, we're, we're not creating as, as well as we could be. Uh, but it's uh, giving giving them that that hope and inspiration to say, look, like I didn't know where I was going with my art, right? You know, and I still do it to this day. Now it came back to me. Yes, I stopped, but it came back to me. I know that the past two years has been rough with COVID and people losing a lot of family, and you know, a lot has happened. But you guys came to the workshop. You know, I had eight beautiful students with all creative minds from different backgrounds and right. amazing talents. And they were doubting themselves. And I was like, like the first thing I said after 
I think I started off the day with, I'm not going to say nothing. I want you to guys put together some of your work and I want you to present it back to me. And what I saw in that moment was the love and passion that they had for the style of art they did, the artists that inspired them. And like, I saw them glow. I, has, I saw their aura. I was like, this is like, what I wanted. I, I can't teach you art. You guys have already got it in you. What I can give to you is inspiration and hope to say, you could probably get a job in this industry or you could go freelance or, you know, find your path, but you, you're going to have to do the work in the process. And, right. you know, six months down the line, hearing what some of these, the kids are doing now, like it's mind blowing at the moment. I couldn't be more proud of them, but it was just that forget about everything else around the world at the moment. Right. Cre create. You, you took away their expectations of, yeah. of what, a, a good artist is and let them just be in their space to create That's right. so you know that right there is step one uh, That's right. you gotta you gotta set that foundation uh for creativity first mm. and then uh technique and all that stuff will fall into place as as um as you uh see artists that you love um Again, we were both products of the of comics in the nineties, mm -hmm. so Jim Lee and yep. Todd McFarlane, yeah, and um, Rob Rob Liefeld, He had <clears throat> he had some good stuff, but I don't know what <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. I have some <laughs> some X Force comics that he did that were decent enough, but I don't know some. The autonomy, dude. Know. It's the autonomy. He, when I met him a couple of years ago, like it's the first question I think a lot of fans say. Like, there is certain aspects of his artwork which is extravagant because that's the type of artist he is. But there is some, and you're like, ah, you know, the structure of Captain's body on that image. Like, what happened there, dude? And don't get me wrong, you know, he honestly said, you know, when you're on a tight schedule and you're working for companies like Marvel and DC, you know. You were just drawing, 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 getting stuff out there. Back then, they didn't have people to proofread it or check if there was any mistakes in the artwork. They just wanted to right. get them out to the printers and get them colored and pushed out, you know. But it was like, you look at some of it and you're like, rah, dude, how can nobody notice that? What happened? My, my thing <laughs> is, my thing is back then, someone was penciling. Someone had to ink that. No one said, what am I inking? And then no one said, what am I coloring? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true because he was like, we were just getting, we were working towards deadlines. We were just getting the stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. And I, again, I mean, that makes sense. Someone's like, okay, we got the hat is done by tomorrow. I don't know what this is. I'm just going to ink it. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Laffer, my blessing. Uh, cool guy. Very cool guy. Very cool guy. Uh, there's an, he I did give us Deadpool. He did. He did. He did. Bless him for a great character there. Uh, and he's getting the credit he deserves, you know. You know, we went through that stage of artists not getting credit for some of the creations that they did. I mean, listen, man, Jack Kirby's story still makes me cry, dude. Right. Still I makes know, me cry. And and that was that was the culture. Yeah, uh, no, it is. Back then, so. It is. You know, hearing that. And then Bill Finger, you know, co-creator of Batman. His story, my wife was like, you okay? I was like, nah, man, this is effed up like yeah it's messed up yeah this is I, I don't even know what to say because even though i'm giving credit to bob kane i'm like this guy left the world not knowing what was happening until he got his i think uh i can't remember the person that you know did the investigations found out you know now his granddaughter is getting the credit that she deserves the money she deserves that's, you know what i mean he's getting his name good. that comes up on films so it's amazing that it's come to that point where, you know, he's getting credit for that. And, you know, I know the industry's, any type of industry is snaky. You know, you, you've got to, to make your mark when it comes to uh, presenting something and not somebody else taking it. It's so difficult, the world we live in now, because. That's, that's kind of, that's kind of, uh, it discourages me too, because any type of success has a little bit of, of, snaky shadiness mm -hmm. behind it to to get into position of course and i that is that is not the type of person that i am mm. and 
I guess I'm good to a fault in some cases. Yeah. Um, I have I have a comic book right now. I have a story. I have a character right now. Uh, that if I if I made it, it would be it would be awesome. The only problem is, it'll be written by Tony Nelson, illustrated by Tony Nelson and uh produced by tony nelson so i had to do it all but um i'm i'm looking to try to get this thing going i don't know how long it's gonna take but like i said it's 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 written and everything i just need to storyboard and and draw it yeah it's a a hard process it's a long process it's very long i've had a project underneath my belt for three years I've only got to the scripting stage. You know, uh, it keeps getting held back. Uh, I, I ask advice from other writers to, to find out if the structure's right and, you know, will it work? It's a type, because I'm a big fan of Back to the Future, it's a time travel comedy. You know, some of it's too technical. They're like, you've got too much science in it. You know, you've got to change it up. And then, you know, I end up work to, to keep myself on the same track. I end up doing some books for my daughter uh, and I, I'm enjoying doing the kids' books a bit more easy to do you know not so technical when it comes to drawing but it gives me joy when she looks in the book and see mommy and daddy in the book the grandparents are in the book you know she goes on a journey with all the family so I've really gone into that kind of phase where I'm enjoying these kids books but that project is still sitting there and I know that if I don't get it done and I have to do it as you said I'm gonna I'm the writer I'm the draw artist I'm gonna ink it color it I'm gonna self-publish it try and push it out on social media but it would be a personal project to me you know right. to say it's more of a legacy thing it's like i'm gonna leave back something i don't does it doesn't have to be big it's just so that people know that kids you know my great grandchildren or whatever be like kids right. did a comic book you know you know you know yep spider-man and batman started that way you know yeah. it was a couple of guys spitballing ideas in a in a room mm-hmm that were they were probably more than likely broke and you know they just had this talent for stories and and art and And they put it together now batman and spider-man is a multi-billion dollar industry that just came out of an idea from from people that you know with with all of these things with the mcu and Mm. it's it's amazing to me because it's like somebody thought of these characters and now these characters exist in a real way that's inspiring people uh you see the spider-man cosplayers on tiktok and and um some some of the people on tiktok do make me jealous like straw hat goofy (laughs) oh yeah Straw Hat Goofy talks about movies. Mm-hmm. I talk about movies, but he he did it in such a way that uh, I I'd never be able to um, articulate or mm. speak to it the way that he does, as fluent as he does. That's right. And you know, kudos to him for all that he's been able to accomplish. Him and Soups. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> Soups gets on my nerves, but he's a, he's a he's a great guy, pa- passionate beyond passionate for the stuff that he does, unapologetic. Mm. I I got nothing bad to say about that because, you know, when you're that passionate about something, that everybody's gonna notice. Yep, and they're gonna say, hey, if you're passionate about it, come on, come on and and be a part of it, and that is amazing in terms of what social media is today especially with tiktok Mm -hmm. um and you know pushing your story out on tiktok and um just showing what showing the journey you know that's 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 all it that's all it's about and then getting to the end to where you have something tangible in your hand that you can really show people that's what I'm that's what I want to get to. Oh man, you will, man, dude. There's uh hard work and putting the time in. You know, I've 
I've had some amazing experiences over the past, I could just got to say past five years has been absolutely nuts. And, and this was like with social media because how big it is and TikTok has made it massive. And those two, uh, Straw Hat Goofy and Soups, you know, I genuinely, I couldn't articulate certain things in the way they do. You know, you've got passion and you've got smart way of doing something, which is absolutely right. amazing. And, and it's kept me engaged with the content. It's inspired me as well to do the, to do some of the stuff that I do with my content. But there are certain things that I can't do. But I know that my journey so far with what I did with my artwork and where it's taken me, you know, there's, there's you know, social media is open. I never thought I'd meet some of the people I've met in the process of right. opening it's, up social media. You know, it's, people- it's so awesome, man. Um, I met a guy uh, a few years ago on Instagram. He's also uh, a big Godzilla fan. We actually have a podcast together. Um, it's called United Kaiju Podcast. Links in the bio. Um, links in the bio. <laughs> yeah. United Kaiju Podcast. We've got uh, four or five episodes. And then, of course, life happens. So we... We're trying to we're trying to get into a space where we can do uh, video and all that stuff. Um, but we're on um, Anchor, nice. and I think it shoots it everywhere, Spotify and all those places. All streaming platforms, um, guys. All streaming platforms. Make sure you check it. I'm gonna get the links all in the description, guys. So follow, show some love, get on this TikTok as well because he's got some great content. But but yeah, that's and and you know without this stuff, it, it's people I never had would have met um, right. without without these interests and stories and characters and stuff that inspire so many people, um, and you know you know art is no different. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, you're, you're scrambling as an artist. You, you, I'm pretty sure you're the same. You got people telling you, you should be, you should be doing this. You should, you should have a, a comic out or you should try to do this, do that. Uh, exactly where I am. Um, also, um, if you, well, this is probably inverted, but I have a, I have a brand called Why Not Inspire. Nice. Um. The logo. There you go. Let me look at this. Some product placement. Let's do this. <laughs> logo. Awesome. Um, what it what it is is about it's about people like you and me that sometimes uh, get discouraged from um, doing what we love to do, mm. and so you know it's it's that's why it's called why not so. It's basically my name backwards, Tony. Mm-hmm. Why not? So why not inspire other people to do what they love to do, unapologetically? If awesome. if it's if it's not hurting anybody, exactly. collecting, drawing, talking about movies, do it. Mm. Do what makes you happy. Um, so I I started this a few years ago. A couple. 2019 i believe mm-hmm. um it was right before the pandemic 2020 i had a lot of stuff lined up for it uh but the pandemic hit and kind of threw everything off track but i did it because i was at a place where i was discouraged about my art mm-hmm. and uh not seeing a a space for me to create and then i said i just i came up with it i was like why not? Why not? That's that thing that you're you're telling yourself that you can't do. Why not try? It? Why not because try it? Exactly. If if uh, you know failure is a step towards success, you have to fail a few times before you before you can succeed. So why not step out and try it? Of so. course. Dude. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Guys, links in our description box. Make sure you go check it out. Go, 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 go. All right. So, Tony, massive, massive thank you again. Uh, it's nice to geek out with you, but like get inspired in the process as well. But before yeah, we before we kind of sign out, there's a question I always ask most of my guests. Okay. If you had a superpower in this reality, 
what would it be? You know, you know, as <laughs> as as kids on the playground, um, we would always argue over being Wolverine. Uh, I just think his healing factor is so cool. The 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 healing factor that he has is is cool. So <clears throat> I guess I don't I mean, you know, everybody would say flying or mm-hmm. super strength or st- give me that healing factor. Yep. I'll give me Wolverine's healing factor times 20. <laughs> brilliant. That, that, Absolutely brilliant. That's it. Because that's that's my that's my one. When they ask me that question back, it's healing power. I don't want the adamantium. I don't want the claws. I'm not a violent dude. I don't like conflict. You know, healing. I'll take a punch. As long as I heal, I'm cool. Uh, right. But healing, healing, healing. I don't know. I think just because of, you know, originally I went through Gambit. I kind of like kinetic energy and throwing it back out there. Bishop was another character as well. And then, you know, Wolverine, I think over the past you know two years of what we've been going through with uh, the pandemic i just felt like healing powers man healing powers if i can share healing powers or you know be right. a healer that's that's it's weird it, it's trans it, like it went from as you said you know flight super strength teleportation healing that's amazing dude absolutely amazing yeah, absolutely awesome. man awesome dude before i actually said before i sign off where can people find you dude I want you to say everywhere they can find you. Oh man, um, my Instagram is eighties baby underscore collection. Uh, I recently changed my um, my TikTok to the same thing, eighties baby underscore collection. Um, my YouTube is eighties baby underscore collection. My YouTube is under construction, so there's only a handful of videos on there. Um, but I am looking to expand and kind of create a cohesion through all of my social media. Um, uh, apart from that, I want to say thank you for letting me on. This has been the coolest thing I've done in a while. Um, just sitting here talking to a fellow artist, a fellow collector, a fellow lover of, all things um <laughs> pop culture and star wars and marvel and all this stuff um and i i truly appreciate the opportunity to be on with you man no oh man blessings 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 uh it's always a pleasure because the the main reason i started this podcast well i didn't start it was actually my brother uh who lives in singapore at the moment and, and just to give you a bit of an origin story for the Brothers Geek Out podcast, okay. which is available on all streaming I love platforms, the name. guys. Thank you very much. I, I love the name. Uh, we, uh, My brother moved to Hong Kong 10 years ago. Uh, he, he works for a company, but he's a martial artist. He's a mixed martial artist. He moved to Hong Kong because Bruce Lee inspired him to, like massively. Uh, we started losing. Oh, That's, <laughs> that says be water. Ah, awesome. <laughs> He'll love this. When he sees this episode, he's going to love that. Uh, he moved <laughs> to Hong Kong. And when families separate, and even when in friendship, you know, you lose contact, you lose that closeness. Uh, right. we, we realized we weren't talking as much. You know, you dropped the one or two WhatsApps. Uh, I flew out and got to see him for a couple of weeks. And then I came back. And then eventually you lose that tangible thing that brothers, families and friends have is the distance. And right. we love what was coming out. You know, we've been doing this podcast for four years now. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, the DC Universe, the movie. Pop culture was growing massively in between that year. And our conversations on Skype were us just geeking out. Like right. what we saw, what we talked about. And then he said, Kibbs, why don't we do our own podcast and just share it to the world and see what happens? Doesn't matter if we get five views. I get to speak to my brother on a you know weekly basis. And it did. You know, love we've it. continued. We've it. we've continued to do the podcast again. We don't look at numbers or anything. It's just two brothers. But once we started inviting guests onto the show and geeking out and talking about the same things we do, really brought everything much more closer because 
Right. You know, I've got Germany, friends in Germany, Tokyo, the States now. Uh, you know, it it's amazing and it's wonderful what a platform like this can do and bring people together. And, you know, I couldn't Hello, be more thankful, absolutely. Tony. Couldn't be more thankful. So uh, massive, massive thank you again, guys. Hopefully sure- I'll be on again. Oh, you know what? I was going to say, because you got that Godzilla collection and I wanted to do an episode on that section on why, because I know mm. that's a conversation in itself. Uh, oh. <laughs> but what, what I do tend to do with some of the guests that do come back, uh, if it's a TV show or a movie that came out recently, I mean, we did Spider-Man No Way Home last year. Uh, we had guests from Germany come on and just totally, we called it the therapy session because it was emotional. So we do another right. section of the podcast, which is called the therapy session, the geek out session, where we air our thoughts, what we liked, what we didn't like. And some of us cry in the process because, you know, we can't believe we got three Spider-Man on the screen. <laughs> it was <laughs> absolutely nuts, dude. Absolutely. Man, nuts. my 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 theater that I experienced that in was so dead. <laughs> oh, no. You hear a pin drop. Oh, no. <laughs> I was I was clapping. My wife nudged me, said, "Stop clapping." I'm like, "No, all three Spider-Man on the screen, and everybody's scream. in here like scream. snoring." No, scream, scream! I, I I got in trouble. The security came and told me that I had to leave. I was like, "Dude, please, you don't have to do this right now. Please, not halfway through the movie. Please let me enjoy this moment." And you know, I was like, "There's loads of other people screaming up there, man. Come on." Uh, yeah, but- I messed. I'm, I messed up and and went to a theater that was closer to me instead of going to the one where I went to see uh, Avengers Endgame, Endgame, Infinity, Infinity yeah. War, Endgame, um, My Hero Academia, the movie that came out a few years ago. Yeah, that theater was jumping. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. But COVID made me, okay, I'll go to the theater closer to home and not venture too far out. Uh, I don't blame you. That was a mistake. It's a hard one. It is a hard one. But no, definitely, Tony, I'd love to have you back on the show again. Uh, I do want to do that Godzilla section. Uh, The channel is growing. You know, we moved platforms. Originally, I had a channel where I just did my artwork, which was Kibla Ahmed art. Uh, But we've moved the podcast to its own page, its own platform, so people can just come to see one thing. Because it is hard because we love so much of the stuff, but focus on the one thing. And yeah, no, awesome, dude. I I can't thank you enough, definitely. Uh, And I hope to catch you guys soon. Guys, more links in the description. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you go follow Tony on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and the platforms that are available. And uh, dude, massive, massive thank you again. I know it's early over there. Much appreciated to have you on the show. About to get the day, about to get the day going. Awesome. On a good note. That's it. This awesome. Brilliant conversation. I, 